Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. Good morning, AWC, and thanks for joining us here this morning. I'm excited to be sharing with you guys this morning about how we need to be seeking for the lost and bringing them home. To start out, I want to share a story about these three teenagers from a little island in the South Pacific. Sailing was something that these three teens, they did often. It was nothing to to go out, to go from even one island to the next around them. But on October 5th in 2010, these three teens, they went out and as they were sailing, they lost sight of the shoreline. So. At this point, they had no idea where they had come from. They had no idea of where they were or where they were going or where they had, everything was just confusing. They had no idea how to get their bearings for where they needed to go. So they may have tried to sail and actually go back to where they thought they needed to go, but really they would be going in the completely wrong direction. It was a situation that even though the boat was fine, it seemed so hopeless because they had no idea where they were going to. And those on their home island, they went out and they spent a full month looking for these teens, trying to figure out where they had gone, trying to figure out if the boat had sunk, trying to figure out if there was any hope for them. But after a month with no signs and no way of, of knowing which way to look, they ended up giving up hope. These boys rode on the water for 50 days when finally a fishing boat went by and spotted these guys. Spotted them in a way that they were severely exposed to the elements and that they were barely clinging on for their life. And this boat came and found them and brought them to safety. Where the fishing boat had found them wasn't right next to their home island. They hadn't just drifted a little ways. They drifted 500 miles from where they got lost. 500 miles. That baffles me. And the reason why I share this story, the reason why I wanted to tell you guys about this is that the water can be a scary place. And when we lose sight of the shoreline, it can be so hard to keep our bearings of where we want to go. And even by trying to stop and figure out where it is that you're supposed to be going or which direction you're supposed to be going in, you may not be where you were before. You're constantly moving and drifting. So trying to figure that out can seem almost impossible. And for some of you here, this is how we can feel in our lives. We can feel like we're lost and drifting, not knowing how to figure out how we got here. Like we don't even know how we got here. So how are we supposed to figure out where to go? It can feel so hopeless, like everything 
is just so empty. We look around us and there's nobody that seems to be able to see us or hear us. Nobody knows what it is that we're going through. And we may feel thirsty. Thirsty for some kind of a purpose or meaning in our life. But we don't know how to quench that thirst. Nothing seems to really quench that thirst in a way that lasts. So we're just left thirsty again so soon. It all just seems so hopeless. But what I want to say is that everyone has somewheres that we need to get to in our life. And that's to Jesus. The reason why I do what I do, the reason why I want to start this position with Youth for Christ is because I feel so strongly that everybody needs to hear this, needs to hear about the love of Jesus and that Jesus died on the cross for them. If people don't hear this, if people don't hear this news, if they don't come to Jesus, then the other option is just awful. It's separation from God for eternity. And again, eternity in hell. I don't want that for anyone. I don't want that for my worst enemy. So we're going to set it up like this. Finding your way to Jesus is like the shores of the kingdom of God. We may feel like we're lost at sea. You may feel like you have no idea how to get home. You may have heard that, you know, yes, finding your way to Jesus is like the shore. It's, it's the way to find safety. It's the way to find security. It's the way to find purpose in your life. You may know that. You may have heard that, but you don't even know how to get there because you're so lost. You don't know where you've been. You don't know where you're going. You don't know where you are. So how are you supposed to find your way there? And for those of you who have made it to shore, like you've experienced this love of Jesus, you've experienced that Jesus cares for you and that he died for you and that he rose three days later, and you really want to dedicate your life to following God and to building God's kingdom. And that's fantastic. If you guys have found shore, if you've found Jesus, if, you have, if you've had that interaction with him, I want to say congratulations. That is seriously an awesome thing. Your life is going to be changed forever. But now you have a choice. You've come to Jesus. You have experienced this change in your life. You've experienced His love and that He cares for you and that He has purpose for you. So now, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit on the beach watching the waves roll in, you know, just soaking it up and waiting for the time that you can see God's kingdom come in its fullness? Is that what you're going to do? Are you going to wait for that? Or are you going to turn around and go back out on the water and try to help people to experience what it is that you've found? Are you going to go back out and try to lead people here? So what I want to do is I want to share with you guys from Luke 15, 4 to 7. And this is what it says. If a man has a hundred sheep, and one of them get lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? 
And then, when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. The first thing that we can lean that we can learn from this parable is that God cares about those who are lost. If you're feeling lost, if you If you're feeling this way, you may feel scared, you may feel alone, you may feel like you don't know where to start, and you may feel like just giving up. You may be thinking, what's the point of all my effort? But I want to share that God cares for you, that He loves you, that He is there for you. And for those of us who know Jesus, who are going back out to seek for those who are lost, we need to realize that God cares for those who are lost. And we should too. And when we, need, and when we go out, we need to focus on the one. And when we focus on the one, when we go out, when we seek the one person, we need to be leaning into the connections that we have. Those in our life that we feel personally convicted to go out and to reach. I bet you, as I've been talking... As I've been sharing about this stuff, there's been a name or two or three that have come into your head. Those in your life, whether it's coworkers, whether it's family, whether it's friends, you name it. I bet you that there are people in your life that you really care about and that you want to see come to Jesus. So when you go out, use the connections that you have. And when we go out, we shouldn't be waiting for those people to come to us. We shouldn't be waiting for them to start the conversation with us. We need to be going out and meeting them where they are. And what this means is that we need to be concerned about the situation that they're in. We need to be concerned about where they are, about what's going on in their life, about what's happening. You know, like we can't just go out and be fully like focused and like just driven on, all right, I'm going to go into this conversation and I'm going to share the gospel. So you better strap in and get ready because I'm going to give you the most amazing gospel presentation that you've ever seen. And that can be great. Like sharing the gospel is definitely something that, that needs to happen in those interactions. But it can't be the only focus that we have. When we go out and we're, we're sharing about Jesus, when we're trying to bring people to Jesus, we need to be concerned about what's happening in their life. We need to be concerned about them. And that means interacting with them in a way that is loving and caring and not judgmental. Any sin that they have, anything that's going on in their life, isn't going to be something that's going to hold them back from Jesus. Jesus doesn't want us to be perfect, doesn't want us to be completely changed before we come to Him. Jesus wants us to come to Him, the broken sinner that we are, and to rely on Him 
to accept this gift that He died for us and that He cares for us. We need to love. We need to care. And that, that piece of judgment, that's something that's going to get worked out between them and God. God's going to love on them. God's going to care on them. And God is going to work on their hearts. And God is going to work on the sin that's there. So when we're bringing them to Jesus, when, they're, when we are going out to seek for the lost and trying to bring them home, we need to be concerned about showing them the love of Jesus and not being judgmental. And one of the main things that I want us to take away from the parable of the lost sheep, because I feel this is something that can be lost so easily when we share the gospel, lost so easily when we're trying to make these connections, is that we need to be bringing them home. The Coast Guard wouldn't just go out seeking for somebody that was lost at sea and find them, throw them a life raft, giving them a compass, pointing them towards shore, whatever it may be, and just saying, see you later. That, that's, that's not what they would do. That's not the response that they would have. They would do what they could to get them to safety, to make sure that their needs were cared for, and to bring them home themselves, to see them get to safety. So when we're going about sharing the gospel, when we're going about trying to um, seek for the lost, we need to be really working to bring them home ourselves. We need to be willing to walk with them, to care for them, to make sure that they don't get lost along the way. We can't just be handing out a church invite and letting them take it the rest of the way. Church invites are great, don't get me wrong, but we need to be following up with them. We need to be sharing that, that we remember and that we care for them and that we want to see them come out to church and that we're willing to actually take them to church or sit with them at church or you know, walk through this entire journey with them, right? And the last thing is we need to be celebrating. When somebody who's lost comes home, this needs to be a big deal. We can't just brush it off. We need to be ready to celebrate. We need to be ready to be their biggest cheerleader, to celebrate what's going on here on earth because I know that they're going to be celebrating up in heaven. So we need to be celebrating with, with those who are lost when they find their way home. This needs to be a big deal. But this is what I feel that, that we can take away from the parable of the lost sheep. These different things that that God cares for those who are lost, that we need to focus on the one, that we need to bring them home, and that we need to celebrate. These things are important, and these things are stuff that we need to remember. And if you're listening, if you're, you're listening this morning and, and you haven't found your way to shore, if you haven't experienced the love of Jesus, if you haven't experienced that life change, if you haven't made that decision yet to follow Jesus, then I don't want you to just sit there and wait for somebody to come. 
I want you to consider this a flare shot from shore that, that will show you the way. I want you to take the initiative to see the flare and to start going towards it, to reach out to us here at AWC, to start the conversation with us so that we can come and we can meet you where you are and that we can help bring you home, that we can help you experience the love of Jesus, that we can help you to experience this life change that we've experienced. Jesus loves you and he cares for you. So let us help you, let us help you come home. And for those of us who are listening, who have made this life change, who have found your way to shore, who know and have experienced the love of Jesus. I want to challenge you to go back out and to seek the lost and to bring them home, to leave your comfort zone. Because we're not called to just sit and wait. We're not called to just be on the shore waiting for God's kingdom to come in its fullness. We need to be going out and trying to bring as many people as we can back to shore to be selfless and to be concerned about sharing this experience that we've had to share the heart change that God's given us to share the purpose that he's given our lives and to share that with others and to bring them to this place that we found where they can experience this love for themselves because Jesus came to earth and he died on the cross to pay for all of our sins. It's not just for my sins. It's not just for like five other people. It's not just for this percentage. It's for everyone. This gift is out there for everyone, no matter what they've done, no matter where they've been, no matter how lost they've gotten. This gift is for them. Jesus died and paid for their sins. So if that's you, come home. And if you've already experienced this, then we need to be going out and seeking the lost and trying to help them to get home. Jesus died for everyone. All they have to do is come home and accept that this gift is for them, that Jesus died for them. And just experience this, this love that Jesus has. We really need to be helping people to know that and to understand that. So as I wrap up here this morning, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give two different lines here. So if you have a window, if you have a mirror, if you have something to write on, if you've been saved, if you've experienced this life change, if you've accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, what I want you to write is seek the lost and bring them home. And for those of you who, who haven't experienced this life change yet, what I want you to write is come home. And I want this to be a reminder to you that this is the flare that's, that's been shot from the shore something to remind you to make that step to start coming home we're going to do what we can to to reach out and to walk with you in this journey but we at least 
need to know who you are and how we can help. So please, please write down, come home and reach out to us because we want to walk with you. Thank you all for, for listening to what it is that God's put on my heart and what it is that God has put on my heart in such a way that I feel called to the ministry with Youth for Christ. I truly believe that, that this message is for everyone and that everyone needs to hear that Jesus loves you and that He cares for you and that He wants you to come home. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways. Thank you.